Today Buffet, sorry to keep you waiting. Your table is ready for All You Can Eat, a weekly comeback of K-pop music commentary. My name is Chuck and I am one of the co-leaders of this show. Each week we take a brand new release and let you know what we think about it. But before we get to that, I got to introduce you to the other leaders of the group. He was not here last week, but we're so happy for him to be back this week. We definitely missed him, and it was very surprising to see all the the truth bombs he was uh, he was giving us on <laughs> all his notes with Epic High. It was it was wild. It was just really revealing of this guy. But he is now here to defend all the statements that we said <laughs> and uh, confirm every. Every single thing, every single um, hateful thing. Just kidding. Uh, it was complete slander, and uh, we'll leave it up to you to figure out what was real and what was not. Anyway, it's Alan Mark. Welcome back, man. You're lucky that I'm back after all that slander y'all put to my name. <laughs> but honestly, no, I'm really glad to be back. And yeah, honestly, um, it was very interesting hearing my thoughts, but not out of my mouth, so... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the thing is, okay, I just uh, to clear things up. Uh, there's nothing really to clear up, but so with my notes that I write, usually like it is kind of that harsh, but like harsher than what I actually c- comes out of my mouth. Something happens between the time when my eyes read the words that I wrote to where the words come out of my mouth. That there's some editing that goes through my brain. So usually that's why my podcast and on the actual podcast. I do come off a bit softer than what my notes might actually say. I did not have that benefit for last week, so I'll never show <laughs> y'all my notes ever again. We 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 uh, we listed it unfiltered, so I, I think the people deserve to know <laughs> what inner Alamark thinks about uh, all these songs. So um, it was just a little taste into your psyche. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we noticed you uh, like to compare. Um, you like to use a lot of uh, flatulence as and like excrements when your descriptions of things. Oh, like you, you're saying things um, sound like farts. Yeah, or that was this, this <laughs> is as stinky as poo poo. Yeah, that know, was my like disappointment that. actually when <laughs> when y'all were reading my notes because you overlooked the one note that I really wanted to say was in in self defense the sample that they used. Was that a fart noise or a snore noise? Because I don't know. But anyway, we could talk about that later. <laughs> Let's bring it's in. It's almost the- like we. It's almost like we chose not to say it so that you can, um, you can come back in self defense. You know? Wow! See? You said you were gonna have puns there? today. There you go. See, see, see what I did there. Yep. And I make sure to say this every episode, even though I don't have a fun, fun pun. Uh, paragraph for each of these guys but uh, of course rounding out the big three is the one that hails from nyc it's steven hello guys how are you we're doing good cool. I'm, I'm speaking for alamar because I'm, l- I'm reading his notes again oh boy oh are, are they yeah, yeah. do they look truthful this time yeah yeah they're actually oh they do uh, they I, were truthful so. yeah yeah they were they were always truthful but like uh he he just mentioned how how good he's doing okay and, okay uh, and how great it is to be back, cool. and you know, uh, Stan Luna, or really, I don't know. <laughs> it was really weird. I saw all this Luna hate I know. in his, his, his notes. That's how he really feels. Maybe there's like a duality to Alan Mark. I don't know. But anyway, wow. <laughs> I'm doing good. The duality. 
It's going to stand out on Mark now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, um, you came You came to go listen to some K-pop commentary, of course. Uh, we are back to our normally, regularly scheduled content. Uh, it was fun to start the year off with all these specials, but we have a bunch of releases to go through. And this release, this is going to be a fun one because I've never really been... I wouldn't say I wasn't a fan. I just didn't take the time to listen to it and or to listen to them. Uh, but for this episode, not only did I listen to their latest EP, but I took a gander, not a gander. I can't I can't watch music unless it's a music video. Um, I listened to some of their past releases and oh boy, I should have. I don't know why it took me so long because this is. I, I like like we always talk about there is retro fatigue or you know um you know there's there's fatigue in the the retro sounds that we keep hearing over and over again with these groups and this is like a complete 180 when it comes to like like what epic high being like you know classic hip-hop this is like i don't i don't even know how to describe their genre they're so all over the place it was so refreshing to listen to so i'm super excited for us to talk about this group but before we get to that we gotta we gotta pay some love for the other releases this week and i'm gonna throw it to steven who's gonna give us the specials of this week yeah so i'm I'm back to doing just five uh from (laughs) a big uptick into six last week but there's it was an interesting week it's an interesting week for for releases this week uh but starting on monday we have a single from BB called Eat My Love, and it's a collaboration with a dietary supplement brand. But there's like a real <laughs> video for it, and the song's pretty good, like kind of just good R&B, BB stuff again. So R&B. yeah, go check that out. R&B, R&B, yeah. <laughs> R&B, BB. He's I'm back, sorry. everyone. Alan Mark's back. I'm so sorry for that one. Really bad. Uh, okay, and then... Uh, and then Tuesday, uh, CIX or Complete in X from Cloud9 Entertainment. They released a mini album called Hello Chapter Zero, Hello Strange Dream with their single uh, Cinema. And CIX is a group. I only know their song Jungle, but it's pretty good. So I, I like these guys so far. And then uh, Wednesday. There's a pre-debut single from Purple Kiss, a girl group. Uh, It's called Can We Talk Again? I also listened to this one, and I'll say that if you like Red Velvet, you'll probably like this song. Oh, who who do we know that likes Red Velvet? I I, I don't know. Maybe some of our listeners, perhaps some of the hosts here. uh, (laughs) (laughs) But... Yeah, it's pretty. It's like for a pre-debut single, it's pretty good. Uh, and then uh, Friday, we have another collaboration between Yu Hyol, that he hosts a show called Sketchbook, and then Zeksukis. Uh, they have a single called "Don't Look Back" coming out. Um, so that like, look out for that. And then the last thing I want to mention, it's a new group called codes q-o-d-e-s they are releasing a song called uh be me but they have a really interesting like debut schedule they're rolling out 
all of their songs over six weeks and they have like a lot of lore already and this oh is yes what this, sign this, us up like a really fully fleshed concept the the members names are alpha lambda delta and new oh my god and like it I, you guys you have to watch the, the yes. teasers and the trailers <laughs> awesome. it, it's really interesting but yeah, so like for the next six weeks, I think they're releasing one new video or song. All right, six weeks cool. from now, our uh, episode will be <laughs> codes. Yeah, codes. Wow. Okay. What? Okay, that was <laughs> that was a, a wide spectrum of yeah. uh, releases this week. I love it. Uh, we should. We, we sure are going to be full of oh, good music. Oh boy. Oh, oh no! It's I'm, I'm reaching. I'm reaching <laughs> this episode. Uh, thanks, Stephen. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to the good stuff. Um, What's if you stuff? already know who this group is based on the title, good for you. Um, but just in case you don't, we luckily have Alan Mark back. Um, I I know Stephen did a great job of reading Alan Mark's notes, but now we have the actual author of this encyclopedia encyclopedia entry to give us the rundown of our group. So Alan Mark, take it away. Uh, let us, let us know who we're about to talk about. Oh, I didn't know that you got all the writers of these Wikipedia pages to, to do this. <laughs> That's where <laughs> yeah. I get all my information. All right. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa. All right. So yeah, just get right to it. So Minx, M-I-N-X, Minx was a five member girl group that debuted in September 18, 2014, with the single, Why Did You Come to My Home? Uh, that group consisted of leader Jiyu, main dancer Suwa, vocalist Xion, and Yuhyun, and rapper Dami. Uh, though due to their mild-ish success after their 2015 comeback, Love Shake, it was announced uh, a year later that Minx would add two more members and re-debut in 2017. So 2017 rolls around, January 19th, and that's when Dreamcatcher officially debuts as a seven-unit group, which now includes Chinese member Handong and Makne Gayon um, being added to the original Minx lineup. And they debuted with the song Chase Me. So along with the first comeback, Good Night, uh, Dreamcatcher became a uh, sort of... Uh, uh, sort of more popular, especially in, uh, I guess, more of like a cult group because they're not like, I wouldn't call them like a very popular group, but they have a lot of international success uh, being acclaimed for their very different K-pop style, which is heavily like new metal, hard rock and EDM inspired arrangements to their music to match their really hard hitting and sharp choreography. Um, yeah, so they've consistently been putting out music uh, since 2017. And then, yeah, fast forward to January 26th of 2021, uh, Dreamcatcher released their seventh EP titled Dystopia Road to Utopia, which is the third part of their um, dystopia concept era, originating from their first full-length Korean album, uh, Dystopia Tree of Language, that was released in February of 2020. Um, so I just want to add this in there as well, uh, since Dreamcatcher is one of like my favorite K-pop groups currently, I would say they're like, um, 
at the very least top three girl group, maybe a top four or five like group in general. Um, but I do want to say that I actually really dislike the name Dreamcatcher. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and I do wish that they would, you know, get the chance to change it, which even though it kind of seems unlikely at this point, but um, they are under Happy Face Entertainment, but they essentially use like a Dreamcatcher as their symbol for their concept of like mysticism and the occult. Uh, even though like a dream catcher is a real part of American native and first people's culture. Um, so yeah, I just want to put out there like marginalized people's culture isn't like a concept meant for consumption or, um, way to make money. Um, but I mean, this is more a reflection on, um, the company failing to take this into account when they did the rebrand, not that, not so much against like the music and, um, the girls in the group, you know, all of which that I love. So, um, yeah, I just want to put that out there as well. Yeah. Do, does a lot of their themes have to do with dreams or sleeping or anything like uh, along that matter? It, I, I'm trying to think. Yeah. So watching, it, seems, it seems at this point, like the name Dreamcatcher doesn't really match the like the vibe that they're trying to go. Yeah, with. it's more so just like they're like magic or ghosts or spirits of some sort, something like that. And okay. that's where it's like if you're equating like, you know, native culture and history to that kind of stuff, it seems like yeah. a not um it's not a good way of doing that. Yeah. And uh, okay. I'll just go ahead. I'll say I, I completely agree. It's it's like a yeah, I'm a little uncomfortable with it too. And looking just at their album art, uh, mm-hmm. not only does it use the the symbol or like the Dreamcatcher image for a lot of their mini albums, uh, aside from that, it's just not that even visually interesting to yeah. look at. It's often just kind of a a graphic. But I mean, again, that's not the members' fault. But I, I do wish they would change. Their name. I've seen some petitions around, so mm-hmm. uh, I should probably just sign it. Even though I don't know what effect that will have. At yeah. least people, the company will know. A lot of people are uh, wanting them to make some kind of change. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for uh, listening to this episode. Uh, we are going to boycott and no longer comment <laughs> on Dystopia Road to, Road to Ut- Utopia until. Uh, the uh, music label uh, uh, aptly changes not only the logo but the name. I'm just kidding, but I, I that that does bring a, a bigger issue of um, I don't know how to convert this into an adjective, but the tone deafness tone mm. yeah tone I guess tone deafness would be the the correct way to say it, but I, you see that a, a lot of times. Um, I mean, that's just, you know, sometimes K-pop in general. I mean, I feel like it start, K-pop started because of the the love of other cultures. And um, sometimes it would feel inauthentic and sometimes it would feel very authentic. But in this case, it's very much um, tone deaf in the sense that uh, they were just, I, I don't even think they were thinking of where the name came from, where the logo came from. So um maybe some maybe they'll they'll change it <laughs> they'll have a rebrand yet again but i think you're right alan mark uh 
I've I've heard a lot about Dreamcatcher, and I either they just changed the, if anything just changed the logo to start you know like don't make it so overtly you know Native American esque like maybe you could remove the I don't know any just anything really mm-hmm. I, I'm sure and then you could probably just space the word Dreamcatcher so it's not one word that's like you're catching dreams yeah. but you're not. It's like specifically referring to a dream catcher. Yeah, I think honestly yeah. the the best bet might just to be to hopefully change it, but I don't know yeah. it's it's yeah it's hard to get uh, you know a large company. I don't I don't even know how large of a company Happy Face yeah. Entertainment is, but just to make that change and establish themselves. So yeah, but we'll see. Hopefully they get enough feedback from the fans, and if you know it's something that it's that we really care about. So yeah. Maybe if we see one of the members in cornrows or something like oh. that, then it'll re- then it'll really. Oh god! Yeah. <laughs> I digress. I digress. So I I did not listen to Minx, nor did yeah. I really listen to Dreamcatcher, but I do have trouble sleeping. So you could say I am an insomniac, <laughs> but uh, oh, I I'll probably I'll pitch it to you, Alan Mark. Mm-hmm. Uh, you seem to be. Um, you seem to consider Dreamcatcher one of your top girl groups right now, um, despite their uh, insensitivity to uh, Native American uh, <laughs> cultures. Oh boy! <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. But um, music. Uh, all, all that aside, music-wise, um, I, I kind of want to pitch it to you first to kind of go through why you think Dreamcatcher is part of your top three. Uh, girl groups yeah for sure uh yeah the first song that i heard from them was good night their first comeback in uh i think that was still in 2017 when that one came out um but it's it really like caught my attention right away because i did not expect because uh, we've seen concepts where it's like sort of um spooky ghosty it's like spirit like kind of yeah, yeah that kind of thing but um tt t- <laughs> but like <laughs> matching it with an actual like new metal inspired sound was very different for me at least from the k-pop sense and that excited me because i grew up loving new metal uh like bands like um lincoln park and stuff so um, I was like, when I heard that, I was like, oh God, this like brought, brought me back to a time when I listened to that music, uh, chase me also backtracked to chase me. I really like that song too. So this is a group that, uh, since I first heard them in 2017, I consistently listened to and followed up on their, at least when they came back, um, with their singles. Um, but I don't think it was until either Peary or Scream where I actually like went to listen to the full album or EP and get into their B-sides. Um, yeah, but I know. I think it's, it's not only their arrangements, but their choreography as well. They're, the dancing is really great. I think um, they because the music is so dark and hard-hitting, they, their choreography, I feel like, emulates a bit more what you're accustomed to see from boy groups than some girl group, than usually from girl groups. Mm. So I thought that was um, like also very refreshing to watch, uh, but yeah, just you know the songs consistently have uh, 
I've really liked, honestly. Um, I think there's only like one single I could say that I didn't don't really like, but every other single I really, really enjoy. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's why I'd say that they're like right up there um, with my faves. Steven, did you uh, did you listen to Dreamcatcher before this episode, or uh, is it um, all relatively new also for you? It's relatively new, but just mostly last year. I think it was actually Alan Mark who introduced me to them. I think he <laughs> it's a, sent, co- a common theme. I think like in our long running group chat, uh, <laughs> he he, t- he shared it, and then at first, like they didn't they didn't grab me at first, but I I did like their style like because no, no one was really doing that style of music um but then i think it was yeah just last year when i first heard uh red sun and that video i it, that's what that's what hooked me and, and then i think i heard scream after that but i really loved scream i think scream is probably my was probably my favorite like rock song of theirs um mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I I really love the dance practice or like the dance video of that one. Uh, it's they're so I love that their whole look. It, they're so really cool, and, and Dami's just a great rapper. But uh, yeah, we get into that. <laughs> oh, and that's right. Uh, I did their album from last year. I really liked, and I think I said it was my second favorite. For mm-hmm. that's my right. Last yeah, year. yeah. So of course, yeah, and they they can do different styles. It's not just the like rock sounds so i was i was pretty excited when i found out they were having a comeback at the beginning of this year i um i i'm completely brand new to dreamcatcher i may have heard scream at some point but that's pretty much it and i like i was saying at the top like i completely regret not listening to them sooner because i this is this just like Alan Mark, this spoke to a certain time in my life where all I was listening to, or all I was listening to, was uh, a new metal, but also rock in general, um, a lot of J rock uh, mm. and um, any any Asian rock really. Um, I don't I don't know if I really listened to K rock. Maybe I did. I don't know. Uh, but th- this brought me back to that time where I I felt. I felt like I had more angst. I, I felt like I um, had a different view of the world, like a darker view, you know, and just like a little bit more rebellious. And it was just really fun to listen to this type of music after this nonstop, you know, because um, it's like k- k- the K-pop we've been listening to for this podcast have been either um, the, the bubbly, cheery stuff or the um, I-, I can't or or the, the, the easiest comparison, yeah, exactly. Oh, God, <laughs> well, we're talking about just girl groups, okay. unless you uh, <laughs> consider the the Misfit crew. Um, anyway, uh, the the so the, listening to this, I was I was just so uh, like I I don't I don't even know if I like any of the songs. I just know that I <laughs> loved not hearing what I was used to hearing. It was just so refreshing, mm-hmm. and so uh, but I, I did like some of these songs. It's not like I hated them. It's just uh it was it was very much that was what yeah. grabbed me first so for sure scream um scream was the first song i i uh re-listened to from dreamcatcher and that reminded me like oh yeah this is the this is the group this is the uh style that they're trying to convey and it's just so unique and 
like far, like out there. It's just amazing, amazing to hear. Um, but let's get to let's get to dystopia, road to utopia, because I I have thoughts about this album that I'll probably sprinkle throughout. Because um, I can't I I went to go back to listen to or I I listened to the old songs of Dream Graduate first, then I listened to this album, then I went back and forth and um yeah i i i don't know what the concept is with this album but it it definitely it definitely gave a different vibe and so i think it only be right for us to start with the single of the album which is uh as alan mark pointed out or was it used even uh like oddly oh i said the name (laughs) i used the name of the title oddly related to another group that we stand so it's just uh, it's interesting maybe it's funny because um, Alan Mark and I just, or I, I, I currently hold it, but Alan Mark just recently purchased Luna's Light Stick or Light Wand, and <laughs> recently Dreamcatcher. I'm assuming with the with the announcement of this uh, comeback, they uh, unveiled their light their their latest light one or their first light one. I forget. I think it's their actual official one yeah. from the okay. group. Uh, yeah, and yeah, I think it was to celebrate their four-year anniversary of their mm-hmm. debut. So, so four years, and then they finally got a light stick. Is that like the statute of limitations for a group? Be like, you have to sometimes have to it's be quicker. somewhat popular. I think it depends yeah. on the the company. I mean, I yeah. mean, like FX is, didn't have a a fan dumb name until like six years after oh. they debuted. So. <laughs> Okay, so uh, <laughs> whatever, however long you need, it it seems like. Um, but man, I, I I was telling these guys in our in our group chat that uh, <laughs> there's only two light ones I want. It's Luna's <laughs> and Dreamcatcher. Even though like I am just brand new. Same with Luna, but g- God, I love theatrics, and this one is <laughs> out of this world. It's just so crazy. So anyway, uh, okay. So let's start off with Odd Eye, or as the song says, Ood Eye, I think. That's how they pronounce it. Um, I'm gonna throw it to you, Stephen. I wanna, I wanna get to know, I wanna know what your thoughts are first of Odd Eye. Sure. Yeah, I think I. Well, last week I think I included this in the new releases, and then <laughs> when I was saying it, I almost automatically just added circle to the end <laughs> because <laughs> I'd never say these two words like Odd Eye without <laughs> saying circle, but. <laughs> I mean that that was my first when I saw the tracklist came out I was really like excited <laughs> because there was <laughs> a connection to, to Luna somehow but um this just like being there the lead single off this it was pretty much like it had everything that I was expecting to hear from them just you know heavy guitars and then different like keys and kind of mm. I don't know kind of electronic sounding stuff uh but overall it it, i liked it it didn't quite have 
I don't think it's as strong of like an earworm that you would expect sometimes, but um, although I think I'll start singing Odd Eye a lot in my head, just that one part. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, what, what did you guys think? I, I kind of want to hear. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll just uh, interject real quick. I, I, I'm kind of with you with that, Stephen. Uh, it, it wasn't what I. That, that's why I wanted. I brought up the fact that I, I started off with past Dreamcatcher, and then I went to this and went back, um, because I agree it's not as strong of a single as their previous singles um i mean there were moments for sure uh, i really like the chorus um i really like that guitar I, I i left a note saying that it was really nasty the na 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 like that part it was really great i i just i was humming that in my head over and over again um but yeah there were there were just moments in the song that i i really enjoyed um but then there were some that i was kind of like oh it sounds like it sounds like they're trying to be too mainstream with their single right now. Like it didn't like it didn't convey that J rock or sorry, J, not J rock, uh, K rock that I wanted from this uh, K pop song. And so it's just, it, it felt, it didn't feel as, it didn't feel like what I wanted uh, versus some of the other songs in the uh, album or the EP, which we'll get to, but um I'm sure we can all agree that uh, Dami's rap, like she had such a very small portion. I wish it was longer because, like, I I really like because um, compared to the other, her other verses, um, uh, they they allowed her to like have a little bit more verse, uh, or sorry, a lot more lines. But this one was like really fast, and I really wanted more of it. It was like that, that that, um, like you know the. Like not Migos, oh, I guess you could say Migos. The Migos triplet type rapping and everything like that. Even the beat kind of dropped a bit to like be a more rap centric beat. Um, and I forget. I, I looked at the lyrics, so I, I don't remember what she was saying. But I just I thought it was like really. Um, I also wrote lit in my notes. <laughs> rap portion was lit. So. Um, yeah, so- song-wise, uh, that's what I felt. But uh, I definitely have more thoughts about the music video. Um, what about you, Alan Mark? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- sort of song-wise, similarly, I-, I think I agree. This is one of the more, um, I would say, more middling singles, I would say, compared to others. It's uh, not as impactful. Um, not that it's not good. I really, I still really like the song overall, yeah. I think. But um, maybe because we've had a lot of... Uh, like they've had a lot more singles recently. Like their last comeback doesn't seem that long ago. So um, we just came from a lot of content from that, from, from Boca. Um, but yeah, um, uh, I don't know. It, it's, I still really like a lot of elements of this song though. Uh, like, well, one thing, the first thing I do want to mention is that I'm very happy that Handong is back. Um, that was oh, really yeah. pleasant to have because she <laughs> uh, took a little. Uh, hiatus from the group in 2020 because she was a part of uh, this one show in China. Um, I forgot what the show was, but uh, she was participating in that. So she she wasn't a part of their comebacks for 2020, which were two of their strongest ones. So I would really love to see how they um, like the line distribution, what she's saying in those, because I think over time they've been giving her more line, like a lot more even line distribution because um, 
yeah, the tone of her voice is like she has a deeper tone, which I think balances out um, all the other vocalists really well. Because like other than her, it's just like Dami that has the lower voices. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, but even then, when Dami does sing, like does the vocal lines, because she did the the bridge of this song, um, when she sings, it's a higher register. Um, so it's nice having Handong to balance that a bit more. Um, but yeah, but I mean, you mentioned the guitar, especially the chorus, that riff is just, I think that's one of my actual favorite riffs that are in Dreamcatcher songs. Cause it's, that part is, I think, catchier than the actual melody sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really love that. It reminds me a bit of Coheed and Cambria. I put, mm-hmm. um, so I like that a lot. Um, I listened to a lot of Coheed in college, so, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And you mentioned Dami's a rap. It's solid. Um, yeah, like I like how she starts it off. It reminded me of Twenty One Savage, and she's like, "Live it up." Yeah, exactly. It, it, like it felt yep. like that. Um, but um, man, when she so they have the the relay dance where they're all in a line doing the choreo. Oh, yeah. She like when her verse comes in, she like absolutely like kills it um, with her performance. Like her like the attitude she puts into it when she does it. It's like holy crap! Like. Yeah, she's just great in that sense. But yeah, um, oh, one main, one last note about this, the song itself, though. I do wish this song would have been elevated if they added an outro to this song after the last chorus, I think. Sort of mm-hmm. similar to what they did in Scream. They had like a really cool dance break, I think, would have um, given the song a lot more... Um, I don't know. I think ending the energy on an, the instrumental rather than just the, the plain chorus will have brought it to a, another level, I think. So I think that's mm-hmm. why I find it a bit more middling of a single. Um, to, b- before we uh, move on to the music video for Odd Eye, I just wanted to quickly... Uh, did you guys write any notes for the intro track? Uh, only one. Uh yeah. No, no, you don't have to. I'm not gonna fully. T- I I wrote like one or two I, notes, <laughs> but you don't. Ha- I just wanted to start off by saying, um, the intro track was not what I was expecting. I think leading having that lead into Odd Eye. Um, I think I was expecting very much a an a, a heavy electronic sounding EP, and I think as I was listening to Odd Eye, I was missing a lot of that rock elements, even though they, there was that amazing uh, guitar rift. Um, but I, I think, I think as the album goes on, it's almost like they they wanted to try something new with the first half, the A side of this album, and then with, well, I wouldn't count the last track as a song, but with tracks four, five, and six, those were very much rock influenced uh, tracks, and so. I, I, I. Just like what we've done with uh, past albums, I, I'm finding myself really, really attaching more towards the latter half of the album. Mm-hmm. So, um, that that's really my note for intro. Oh, also, it the beat started like, er, it 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 reminded me of Drake's song "Successful." I don't, I don't know if you remember what that sounds like. I don't. But it, it, the beat was only like maybe like two bars. But um, anyway, I just wanted to oh. wanted to put that out there too. If for all for any of our any uh, Venn diagram of like Drake and K-pop fans, so <laughs> I think this anyway. there's probably a big overlap. It's just <laughs> like overlap, copies. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. Popular, but, but yeah, uh, this one the, it was just so 
it, it was a lot of pulsating for me, uh, like like I said, with electronic uh, beats and everything. And it's, so it's just leading it into Odd Eye. I I didn't I I didn't know what journey I was going on. Um, and Odd Eye seems to kind of carry that energy yeah, just a little bit, but um, yeah. I but. I didn't really enjoy the intro. <laughs> uh, yeah, me, it, me it kind of sounded like. A song you would find in a like a rhythm game, and exactly I'm also, that's what I put. Like not good at those. <laughs> like I, I feel like they'll give me a headache if I play them for too long. I, uh, I, I definitely put DDR in my notes. Yeah, sure. oh, yeah, I hear it. Uh, I think I, I wanted to just add like about the the guitars on Odd Eye though. I, I feel like they were just used in just specific spots versus the, the whole song being like guitar based mm-hmm. like like scream and and some of the other songs you just it's like it sounds like it's just a band and then but this one uh it's pretty much just in the the chorus and like the chorus and this like this after the second verse that they don't really use it much after or in the beginning mm-hmm. so it's like i think they placed it and i liked how they used it in the song rather than just the whole song being it i kind of think they were trying something new but um i don't know new but from what just based on what i've heard but they just placed it i think Mm -hmm. specifically yeah uh my only note about the intro is that i like the drum the the drums the the percussion was dope that's it yeah um okay so let's talk about the music video for god i yeah that was a fun music video. I yeah. I, I I know um, I know I I, I wanted to see more choreo because like I don't know is mm. that like a thing that they do with with the whole like covering the eye and then flipping to the uh, I don't know like the finger guns next to it. I don't know if that's a dream catcher thing, but man, there was a lot of like uh, I wrote down finger and hand tutting like motions and everything like that, like really sharp movements. It was just so cool and their outfits as well. Um, I have no idea what the music video is about. <laughs> I I think I was trying so hard to like uh, conceptualize it, but it was just so um, I was just so distracted by the outfits and everything, just the um, formations and even like the set pieces that they gave each of the members, which is so cool. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I watched the music videos for Scream and Boca a lot. And I still don't get what <laughs> the story, honestly. <laughs> but I, I so is it is it like Luna where there's like some uh, overlapping? Yeah, like, I think there is some more line. here, but it's just within like this dystopia uh, storyline. It's mm-hmm. not like everything that they do. Um, yeah, but I, I mean, you do see some like connecting like imagery or themes. Like it started off with Yu Hyun. Um, uh, sitting in a mask chair, and like masks were, um, masks were a common motif in both Scream and Boca's music videos. Mm. So it's like, is she the one that's been behind the mask this entire time? Like, what's oh, going on? Mask singer. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I wrote down, by the way, uh, the Jabberwocky chair. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was only br- it was very brief because it was yeah. like the first second, half mm. a second, you could see that it was Jabberwocky mask. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, but like in Scream, I think Guyon had some uh had like her rap verse had she had she had the choreography with the mask. Um in Boca, Shion was running from someone wearing a mask. So I don't 
I need to read the lyrics. I actually never matched the lyrics with the music videos, so I think that might help bring some light into what it all means. But yeah, I I mean, I like that they brought those motifs over and over to these to these music videos, though. Does did Boca have a tree with words in front of it? I don't recall. I, for, cause I know I Scream for sure want, did. Yeah, it that was like the one day the light didn't come and people forgot how to say good yeah. things. I th- mm. I think that was Scream, but then this one, I guess they had the tree at the end with the words. Uh but I forgot what it was. I oh, but yeah. it seems like that's the ending to this yeah story if they're well, placing the tree at the end yeah well is it because they i think it mentioned how they didn't find the, the utopia they oh were that's right for so maybe that's there's right. more oh okay oh that's okay i have to read it again because that uh ties into something else on this album i was i noted mm. uh but yeah i like in in the video i think i agree i would agree with what chuck was saying about the choreo because there, there was a lot of shots that cut away and like it was kind of hard to see the or mm-hmm. like what the full moves were but i so i watched like the dance version and then the other like i i watched some live stages and the dance practice because i was really trying to see that that like spin jump at the end mm-hmm. because in the in the music video it just didn't it wasn't as impactful i think and i think just the dance practice was i think the best place to watch it because the live stages the camera work is always so bad (laughs) like (laughs) no exception for this one so yeah i i i wish that move was better emphasized in the actual video but there were other little things i liked like when dami's part comes up and then she does like these little hops. I thought that was really cool, and she was just like, just so, just so cool. In that mm-hmm. part. Yeah, um, I mean, touching on the choreography too. You mentioned the spinning jump part too. Like, I think that's cool. I mentioned how like their choreography matches their music in a way, where in, where in a sense they sort of emulate uh, dancing that you find more commonly in boy groups and stuff. Like that spinning jump reminded me of like Seventeen's "Coming Closer." They had a similar move there. And that was a very dark concept as well. Um, so I thought that was like, oh, I was like, I'm like the the Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's like pointing at the, <laughs> the screen. I felt like that was like, whoa. But yeah. Um, but yeah, but um, I think one thing that the, I think the music video did, did, did a cool emphasis on that I really enjoyed because uh, she was my main dancer of uh, Seesaw. It's when Sua ends the the second chorus, and she like those those two chest pump like um, chest pops, and like she just hits it so strong. I'm like, geez, mm-hmm. like you could definitely tell. Um, I, I'm sure you could tell a lot more in dance practice though, like how she has such good control of her body when she dances that like she hits everything really hard. And still, like the in the widest movements, um, I think she does a lot of like jumping hits and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, she dances the hell out of this song. So, shout out, shout out to her. Yeah. Well, in the end, the Dreamcatchers couldn't find the utopia what they dreamed of. <laughs> oh I, yeah, that's what I, it was. I do have to to mention one thing though. Did you guys? Do you guys remember the set for Dami? 
for her rap part. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I did. It was a subway or I, some train or some sort of bus. I was looking at it. I was at first thought it was a train, but I looking at the windows, it has like this handle on it and it looks like you can push it open. So I think it's a bus. Oh, it's a bus. The windows yeah. are also really big. Okay. So so I think it was a bus. Uh still public. That was, that was yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean still public uh, and still a form of transportation. Yeah, so. Unless it's a private shuttle, but I know. Yeah. I, oh, you're right. Like a like what if it's a yeah, like carrying you between the airport uh terminals and the could be, parking could lots. Be, that I the, the, the dystopia is just an endless uh like <laughs> circle of <laughs> airport shuttles. It's the infinity yeah, train. Yeah, it's, it, there's 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 never a gap and then you're constantly texting whoever you have to pick <laughs> yeah. up but they never they never tell you. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay, uh well just let me know. I'll I'll do another circle or I'll do another um roundabout. Yeah, terminal three, uh, I'm in the <laughs> I'm in the Uber <laughs> Uber drop off area. Yeah. <laughs> oh god. Wait, are you at are you at LaGuardia or JFK? <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. Oh, oh no, I'm at Newark. No. <laughs> then and then like you switch. Oh wait, I'll, you can take the shuttle and then like I went to JFK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I took the public That's bus. A, okay, anyway. Really deep, really like deep subtext to this video. <laughs> Specifically airports. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot, yeah. There's a lot of uh, conscious criticism of our uh, yeah, public transportation yeah, system. Say they went, they uh, they they fly high to get to. Mm. It's, it's just the third single. I was trying to figure out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't know it well enough. <laughs> if we knew it. <laughs> well, I can't believe you. Uh, no, no, I couldn't uh, do it. <laughs> chase me to Laguardia. There it is. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Okay, let's let's actually talk about the songs. <laughs> okay, we'll move on. Um, <laughs> moving on. Um, speaking of another uh, rhythmic, uh, a song that would be in a rhythmic game. Uh, let's talk about "Wind Blows." Um, because this, this, <laughs> this, uh, this, this conveyed three, three themes for me. One, K-Rock, two, DDR again, but three, like an intro you would find in like an anime for maybe Full Metal Alchemist or something like that. Very much, um, I, again, this is, I think the Asian rock genre to begin with. Um, but it, 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 it. I I just wanted to start off our discussion with that theme. Uh, did did you guys like Wind Blows, or did you find moments that appeal to you? I'm I'm a little bit curious. In uh, general, I, oh sorry, no, go uh, I thought it was I thought it was okay again. Um, but uh, I liked the chorus and the part after it, like where they go, Wind, wind Blows. And then, like yeah. the drums, kind of slow down a little bit. Uh, I think there was a in the chorus, like right in the middle, there was 
I think it was like a seventh chord that gave it a little flavor, and uh, that 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 was like the <laughs> kind of the highlight or that I of this song. I I don't know. I didn't really think it was that great. <laughs> so yeah, I I didn't I didn't think so. Yeah, it's it's funny that you mentioned those parts because yeah, I also don't like this song actually but the parts that i did like that i thought were pretty were actually the verse and the pre-chorus and i don't uh. like the chorus and the post-chorus <laughs> so, wow together we could write together <laughs> together we either really love this song or really hate yeah. this song yeah <laughs> um yeah but yeah because like the second part hits like that it feels very fist pump edme that i don't really like that mm. much um and the first part of the chorus was like as you mentioned, very anime intro-y, um, which is like fine. I don't mind too much, but um, it reminded me a bit of Fly High, which is my least favorite Dreamcatcher title track. So, um, yeah. And also, like the second verse had Dami's rap, but they put that vocal filter over it that yeah. uh, I feel like kind of dated it, actually, and made mm-hmm. it sort of yeah, it yeah. kind of brought it down a little bit. And and then it definitely got very monotonous. Yeah, but, like it was cool at first, and then it just that was the whole, mm-hmm. like the na 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 yeah yeah oh and this is probably like like the bridge also I have a lot of I actually have a lot of like negative notes on this one uh, <laughs> the like the bridge also doesn't really build up to anything and that was sort of like a letdown when I listened to it too I was like oh uh, yeah. where where did we go but yeah like the pacing to me felt a bit off um, it feels like three different songs that they just rolled into one mm-hmm. so. Yeah, those those yeah. are my thoughts on wind blows. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's blow this one away and uh, or blow this one away. Sorry, blow this one away and uh, um, <laughs> let's take a quick break, I guess, so that we can get to Alan Mark's exciting game because he he's hyping it up, and we're uh, oh, Stephen yeah. and I are super oh, yeah. super stoked to play. It's it's very on brand with Alan Mark, and uh, oh. he'll he'll explain it uh, when we come back <laughs> from the break. So. So uh, stay tuned, uh, come right back, and uh, we'll see you on the B-side. All right, welcome back to the B-Side. As you know, we like to play a game after we come from break, and this week's game is brought to you by Alan Mark. He has an exciting game for us, so I'm going to throw it to him to explain what Steven and I are going to play. Yeah, so I actually have a PowerPoint presentation up just to help uh, with the content, help you visualize it a bit better, which is very on par with me. I am a Virgo moon and I did make all my friends <laughs> make PowerPoint presentations for my birthday. So here we go. Uh, <laughs> um, all right. So it is not going to be a quick bite. I'm sorry, Chuck. I know you love my little quick bites. I know. Bites. I was going to ask, is this food related? Yeah. But, well, okay. I'm going to. So Hall You Can Eat presents this game. This is a quick sip. <laughs> Ooh. Oh. It's not a bite, it's a drink. Or it's not food, it's drink. All right, so here, um, giving some context. Oh, my God. So uh, 
Here, I'm going to have Chuck and Steven <laughs> guess which Dreamcatcher members made each drink. So during their comebacks for the singles, Peary and Scream, the group aired some V-Lives where they split into teams and made cocktails. <laughs> um, each of you will be given a different comeback uh, and pair of cocktails and just guess which members made which cocktails. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, um, well mentioned, Peary does have Handong in it. So, um, mm-hmm. I will mention which drink, um, or like which team had Handong in it uh, for, I forgot who I, I signed for which one. I think that one was, um, I think Steven, I'll give you that, that one. Okay. So at least you'll know that um, Handong is in, uh, you don't have to guess Handong for which group. <laughs> oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. So, all right. Any questions before we continue? No, I'm stoked. All right, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you context for each drink, but I don't think it's gonna matter. I think it's <laughs> gonna be just honestly, just you're gonna have to just guess who you think is on uh, did each right. one. I'm um, gonna guess a uh, mini for all of them. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, are we so? Are we taking turns? Yeah. So okay. um, yeah, I'll just switch back and forth, and then on okay. your second try, um, I'll give you the chance to uh, edit your first guesses as well. Um, okay, cool. Okay. Oh, I realize I don't have notes to write down. So, could, <laughs> do you mind keeping track of who you guess for each one? <laughs> sure. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Okay. And then, if it turns out to be like a tie, you both happen to guess the same amount of people correctly, then I have a tiebreaker question at the end, too. Ooh, okay. All right. So, um, I said, Steven, you're taking Puri first, right? Or, all right. So, here we go. Oh, you. <laughs> the thing's in the way. <laughs> All right. So, uh, in the Peary comeback, the first drink, it's called Blue Spring. The. Um, so, it's made up of <laughs> vodka, lemon juice, blue curacao, uh, tonic water, and sugar. Um, so, Steven, this is the group that has Handong in it. So, they're are two other people in this group that you have to guess. Yeah, so yeah, this one okay, okay. has three total people, one of them Handong, so don't worry about her. The other group will okay. have four people. Ooh, okay. So I just named the two members who made this drink. Uh, two other members who made this drink? Yes. Is that right? Okay. Yes. I will guess... Uh, Xion... And uh, Shion and Gaion. Shion and Gaion are your guesses for yes. Wait, so Who's do right? you have to get both right, or do you, are Overall, you partial points? Overall, out of the uh, just how many correct do you guess out of the six? Okay. All right. So those are your two guesses. All right, we'll yes. move on. You won't find out if you're right until oh, a little later. No, okay. <laughs> That's why I'm giving you a chance to. Uh, edit oh, your man. answers if you want for the next one. I really oh, can't. I see. So, so both Steven and I have a set. So he's doing Peary, and then I'm doing Scream. Uh, Scream. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see. Okay. All right. So this is all Steven. All Go right. for it. All right. So you guys, Shion and Guyon. Yeah, okay, I'm writing. I'm writing down Steven just in case. Also. All right. So that's drink number one. Oh, whoops! I'm in the wrong window. Scream comeback. So drink number one here. Is called the sun's deepest feelings. 
containing grenadine, orange juice, peach tree schnapps, and strawberries. So I have to guess the three members. Yeah, there's three members in this in this uh, in this group. Oh I made my it. god! <laughs> How many questions are there? Uh, two for each. Are, of are you. there going to be duplicates? Or mean? is there going to be one member left out? No. Uh, so Han Dong wasn't in the Scream comeback, so oh. she's not in either of your groups, Chuck. Gotcha. Okay. I got it. I, I see now. Okay. Okay. Three members. Okay. Sun's deepest feelings. Oh, I just realized there's a photo card in this photo. I wonder if you could tell. Oh, no. I, 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 oh. I This is new to me, so I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I'm looking at it, I'm still like, uh... Okay, I'm going to say Dami, G-U, and Gaion. That's going to be my guess Dami, for this one. Dami, G-U, and Gaion for the sun's deepest feelings. Okay. Thank you, Chuck. <laughs> All right, now looking back to Piri come back. Drink number two. It's called Devil's Temptation, which contains... <clears throat> Strawberries, grenadine, black cherry soda, tonic water, and lime. So, so upset. So, this is awesome. So, Steven, <laughs> you, oh you already God. chose Shion and Gaion for this. So, yeah. this is safely assuming your guesses are Sua, Jiyu, Yuyan, and Dami for this one. Would you like to make any changes? Um, uh, sh- yeah, I am going <laughs> to change uh, <laughs> Gaion. To Yu Yun. Uh, but then, so. <laughs> so, wait, so, how many people do I guess now? Uh, so, it'd be four people in this group for you. Oh, okay. So, I have. Le- okay. I will say this was. Uh, okay, I'll say this was Jiu Sua. Uh, Tami and I guess Handong was left. No, Handong no. was in the other. Oh, group. she was in the other group. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, are you, uh, so are you saying four members Gaian. made this? Oh, group. Gaian. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, right. okay. so my the four left here would be Jiu, Suwa, uh, Tami, and Gaian. Okay. So, Those are your guesses. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> is that is that your final? Are you locking that in? Uh, Dami and Guy. Uh, yeah, I will just lock that in. <laughs> I have no basis. There's, I, I gave no clues, so this is this is just complete Pure conjecture. Guess. All right, Piri guess. Piri, Piri moods. All right, and then the scream comeback. Drink number two is called <laughs> the ocean's deepest feelings, containing blue curacao, <sighs> oh, some sort okay. of dark liquor that I couldn't figure out. It could have been rum. Uh, could have been like a type of whiskey or something. It might have been a rum and orange, <laughs> orange juice. I don't remember, but yeah. So Chuck, uh, you already made your first guess, which I actually I'm completely changing my first <laughs> guess. <laughs> All right, uh, based on the concept idea. of the second drink. All right. Um, okay, my my first guess. Okay, okay. So I'm rechanging number one. My new number one is, um, S- S- Suwa. Yeah, I think you, Yu- Yuyon, and 
I'm gonna keep Guyon. I'm keeping Guyon. So Sua Yuan and Guyon for the sun's deepest feelings. Yes. Which leaves you with Jiu, Xion, and Dami <laughs> for the ocean's deepest feelings. Correct. <laughs> Are you locking that in? I am locking that in. <laughs> All right. The, the results. This is taking a lot longer than I expected, but I also love it. All right. <laughs> so, Perry, come back. Steven, let's see how, how okay, you okay. stacked up. So, I mentioned Handong. Team Blue Spring, Handong, Sula, oh, yes. and oh, Yukon. Yeah. I got one. <laughs> so you got wow. One. Oh, thank God I changed. <laughs> Meaning that... Uh, okay. Oh, God. Hold on. And then... Uh, Devil's Temptation was Dami, Jiu, Xion, and Gaion. So okay. I, so so he, you got, just count how many you got right, I guess. Yeah. You got one... Four? Oh, wait. Do you... Yeah, four. Four out of, uh, four out of six. six. Okay, yeah. All right. I, I threw your hand <laughs> yeah. on. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. Also... <laughs> all right, Chuck, are you ready for... All right. The, I am not ready. All right. But go. Wait. Oh, I forgot to change that. From I hope I screen. get all of them wrong. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Chuck, by the way, you have won three out of the last five games. <laughs> Steven has or me? You have, Chuck. You have. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, wow. So long you know. This is, my, this is my comeback. So, Steven has four. So, Chuck. Oh, man. Could you remind me who you guessed for uh, Team 1? I, I guessed uh, Sua, Yuyon, and Gaion. All right. So, Sua, Giyu, wow. and oh. Yuyon did the sun's deepest feelings. And I got two. was done by Xion, Gaion, So that means I got Dami. four out of you six also. also. Got four. <laughs> yeah, <I'm tied. laughs> oh, I love this. All right. We wow. always tie break. We always this tie break. Great. I love it. All right. So we we'll go to the tiebreaker question right now. It's super quick. Um, so this one is just one random trivia question. Okay. I just, uh, uh, yeah, chime in. Be the first one. Uh, you could say your name uh, to buzz in or, I don't know, choose your uh, dream catcher bias or something to chime in. <laughs> All right. So ready? I always keep forgetting okay. to switch. Tiebreaker. So when trying out the drinks during the period comeback, which member referred to herself as the strongest drinker? Oh, man. Um, Wait, uh, are we guessing each? Uh, no, or, just uh, whoever's first, first one to guess. First one to guess uh, until you get it I'll, right. I'll, I'll, guess, I'll guess first, Stephen, and if it's wrong, you can it eliminates a member so that you have yeah, a yeah. better chance. But if I get it right, I'm so sorry. Actually, wait, no, no, I should go first because I've won the last three out of five. So I should give Steven a bit a better chance. Well, unless you get it right first. I know. Uh, okay, I'll I'll go. I'll guess. I'll guess for Steven. <laughs> well, or I, whoever buzzes in first. So whoever wants to buzz in. Uh, okay, I'll guess. Uh, okay, <laughs> I will guess. Xion. You guess Xion? Yes. It is not Xion. No, oh no. Oh, All right, let's Steven, keep that's it going. what I was going to guess. Oh. oh, let's just do it like process of elimination. Yeah. Let's just take she turns died. then. Yeah. Okay. My guess then is Giyu. Your guess is Giyu? 
Yes. It is no. genius. <laughs> no. This is oh, this is really oh, it's man. good. <laughs> oh no. That's a picture of Gu trying out um the ocean's deepest feelings. <laughs> I am so oh, sorry, Steven. Uh, well, congratulations. Wow, next. Chuck, you have four wins now. Oh, man. We are tied with four <laughs> wins. You have four wins too, Alan? Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to write in. I'm going to make my next game just impossible. <laughs> no winners. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Name the key. The song is... <laughs> I've pitched it up. <laughs> Name them. <laughs> and I've sped up the song. In reverse. <laughs> oh, oh weird. It's talking about devils and, and Satan. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I just gotta write and Oh big. wow. Well. Well thank oh my god. I, Chuck. I, I don't I don't know what to say. I, I don't know what to say. I, I won Steven's uh almost impossible game and I oh also god. won <laughs> Mark's game. So it's only fair that I win my game next week. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, this was very fun. <laughs> I like this. Oh man, I, I'm I'm so happy Hopefully because you guys. Tied. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm so, so happy glad because you tied. <laughs> I, I'm I'm surprised I got that many right. Yeah. <laughs> like at all, really. I'm just um, happy I but... get to show that picture of Gu. Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. I I I don't know why I gravitate. I was just like, I was looking at a picture of them and going like, okay, who looks like. They would drink a lot. <laughs> Not that uh, you have anything to tell. Yeah, I'm just pure speculation. Yeah, but I mean, um, that's the okay. reason why I chose them as the group I'd want to hang out with during the holidays. So <laughs> that's true. That's true. You're right. Um, well, thank you again, Alan Mark. That was so much fun. And I, I, I'm gonna have to bring it. I, I forget who we're gonna cover next week, but whoever we we're covering, <laughs> oh, yeah. I, we haven't decided. Shh. That's the magic behind the, the, the podcast. I mean, we, we have the whole year planned out, everyone. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. the future releases, we don't even have any idea. We, we usually find out what releases are coming out once Steven announces them. <laughs> so, 2 p.m. come back so when? We'll, so we're going to do codes next week. Codes. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to do codes single. So, um, yeah, let's move, let's move on to the rest of the album. Um, I was saying again before the break that I found myself liking these last three songs more than I guess you would you can call intro sort of a song. Um, but I found myself liking these three songs a whole lot more uh, because it was more rock oriented. And uh, the first song in the B side is entitled "Poison Love." I I love I love the song because it's again it's not what I was expecting but what I like in music it, it reminded me a lot of like a, a Dua Lipa type um, London dance track um, I wouldn't say it has like house beats but it, it very much reminded me of the um, 
the kind of uh, electronic and synth sounds that you would find from London producers and everything like that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I didn't. I I thought this was the most. Um, I thought this was the most uh, mo- like modern K-pop song from this group. Like it didn't really, it didn't really, um, um, it didn't really uh, deter deter me from like what what like their normal style is. It, it, basically, what I'm trying to say is, it this is the mo- mo- most like palatable song um, uh, in this album. It, it I, I thought it was pretty safe, not not safe, but it was very much. Um, on brand on with current k-pop today and so that's why it's it, it wasn't as abrasive for me um, um so i mean I, it's not my favorite song uh, i'll i'll let you guys guess that but i yeah I, I thought it was just very much a standard uh dance house track you just uh, narrowed yeah, down a good you just narrowed down your options for your favorite song down to two at this point <laughs> yeah yep intro and odd eye instrumental <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> How did you know? Um, but yeah. Um, so yeah, do, what are your guys' thoughts on Poison Love? I I do really like this song, actually. You mentioned that it feels the most modern K-pop. For me, it actually felt a bit kind of like throwback 90s techno-electronica a little bit. Oh, but like in a okay. in a good way. Like I... Uh, I really like the sound that they decide to go with it, um, and like this, it sort of improves when it gets going into the verse from the intro as well. Like once those vocals come in, it really brings it to life. Um, and that the second part of the verse was hitting like that synth pop vibe that y'all know that I really love at this point. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I like that a lot. Um, though the chorus, the pre-chorus does make it seem like it's gonna get into like a fist pumpy edm kind of sound like i was bracing for that when i first listened to the song but then it sort of just like goes into like this more mellower subdued chorus that is i think um more of an earworm for me at least like that part does get stuck in my head and it fits handong's voice so well with the lower register so yeah like her voice is perfect for this so happy she's back um yeah oh I, the song I didn't like. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. We're back, everyone. It's a green. I love We're it. We're always, always back. <laughs> I don't know where we have gone, but yeah. But uh, the song reminded me of a song that I do like a lot, which was "Cut Me Off" from Better, the, the Boa uh, album. Okay. And because yeah, yeah. mostly because of the chorus, where they repeat some things, and it's kind of a flat delivery Mm -hmm. i i did like that part of this but uh i guess the style they were going for didn't really work for me and yeah it it, yeah i just didn't really care for this and i barely wrote any notes on it so i don't really have much i have more time for my notes (laughs) yeah uh 30 seconds into the song, I heard a poo poo sound. Yeah, that's good. To say. <laughs> I heard a poop. <laughs> poop drop. That was a very low register. <laughs> it was a big, uh, a big submersion. Deep from submersion. the <laughs> <laughs> Um Yeah, dude, that's, that's pretty much all I really had to say about Poison Love. Um, any, 
Al, Mark, were you joking about your your more of your notes on Poison Love? I had two more notes actually, but it's it's not say a big it, deal. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I actually liked Dami and Gaion's rap in the second verse because um, it was like, yeah, it's hit. It's like mellower, which um, I think Dami usually when she raps, she comes on so strong sometimes mm-hmm. or a lot of the time. So it was nice hearing this change of pace um, that fits, you know, the song's tone. And I thought, um, especially the melody part, but uh, when Sua and Gaion were singing their parts in the bridge, I liked that part a lot too. So, um, yeah, I think the elements in it came together in a way that um, I kind of enjoy. Uh, kind of reminds me a bit of like a darker versions of uh, God Seven song I already like called Pray or even uh, Twice's song um, Love Foolish I like a bit, but just oh. with more ghoulish sounding sense. <laughs> well cool. Um yeah, I, I I like I was saying, it's this album or this EP is like a um a, a uh it, it's just like a it it branches off into sounds that I I guess I wasn't really used there I wasn't really expecting to hear and um I could say the same thing with with our next track. Uh, for memory um because i i was expecting i don't know if this is just the conclusion of you said it was like a trilogy of releases or something like that so far i think yeah so um maybe i should go back and listen to the other two uh releases to kind of get a better sense because it it does seem like there's a um a more you know a, a generally happier vibe coming from this EP, especially with like the cover cover art being uh, more light, like lighter, less um, just g- giving more sense of like uh, I don't know, like uh, like a cl- cleaner. I, I don't know. Just it just didn't. I, I would say overall, I I was wanting a little bit more of that edgier sound. Not that I didn't like any of these songs, um, but with with four memory though. I, I want to throw it to Steven because anytime I hear that acoustic oh. guitar, I immediately think of Steven. And so I think it would be right for you, Steven, to start a conversation about Fort Memory. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I noted, I noted the guitar on this, uh, <laughs> but ultimately, uh, this song didn't stand out too much for me either. It, I, I liked it, but um, nothing too special. I thought uh, it, it. Another song it reminded me of was uh, "Dinosaur" by Akmu, um, because. They, they do some similar things with the guitar and then the chorus is that more instrumental chorus without like a vocal line or it's the they like sample and I guess chop up vocals um, which is I guess still a pretty popular thing to do um, but uh, my my favorite part of this song was the end. I think it was Shion. She had some high notes. I mean, like, she's just a great singer, but she always, like, she sings those 
really well and she hits them so perfectly it, uh but that was probably what i took from this song uh yeah the, the guitar was like not it was neither a like a plus or it, there was nothing wrong with it but it was just like the sign is acoustic guitar <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> i i just i i think immediately i immediately think of you going like I wonder what Steven thinks about oh, this song. But, if it I, lives I, up to there was one weird thing that I was was feeling like uh, there were parts of this song where I, where I forgot I was listening to a group. It just seemed like the vocal, like a lot. Their sounds were there's either I was just like not paying attention, but it was a lot of their voices were similar in this one to me, mm-hmm. and so. Like when I went back, I was, I was like, okay, I can distinguish them. I can feel like I could distinguish them on the other songs better than I could on on Four Memory. Yeah, I um I was listening to this on on uh, Apple Music, which uh, I'm assuming Spotify is the same thing, but it, it lists out the lyrics, uh, obviously oh. in Korean, um, not not to translate lyrics, but. I my my favorite part of the song was the Porter Robinson esque chorus where it was like a vocalized computer, uh, indiscernible uh-huh. language kind of uh, chorus. And in uh, the, the the lyric breakdown, there's just two ellipses. Like there's no there's no translation. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of sounds for the chorus. And uh, again, it, I really like Porter Robinson, and I really like that. Um, video gamey, chip tuney, um, uh, electronic sound, and yeah, the, I mean, it, again, this is not a song that's like groundbreaking. Like I'm very much familiar to these sounds, especially since I like chip tune music. Um, but yeah, I I thought it was, you know, it was cool. It was it wasn't it wasn't great, but I I, I don't hate it. Mm. Yeah, uh, I will note that this song was co-written by Giyu, the leader of the group. So oh, yeah, yeah, uh, she I helped co-write this too. one. Oh, um, never mind. I think this is the best song. <laughs> um, shout out to my alcoholics. <laughs> Just kidding. But yeah, um, it's really it's good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a callback! Um, but yeah, so um, I thought like some of the melodies they had like sprinkled throughout the song were really pretty. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I mentioned, I think, in the past how, like, I'm not the biggest fan of songs with, like, synth-based, not, synth-based non-vocal melodic choruses, mm-hmm. but uh, I do think it works here a bit, because um, you mentioned, like, the Porter Robinson-esque, like, distorted vocal um, kind of thing. I thought fit it very, like, well, well. Um, but I did feel like this song was, felt the most typical K-pop um, that... Mm-hmm. Uh, that this group may have ever done, I think. Um, like, it sounds like it could be a B-side on, like, another group's album, possibly. Like, like I could hear twice possibly singing this song. Kind of reminds me of Depend On You from um, Eyes Wide Open. So, mm. um, stuff like that. Um, but yeah, those are my only notes. Yeah, it's a, it's a nice song. Uh, I don't know if... Uh, I'd say I like it enough, but yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to the last track of the album. Uh, unless we, again, we, we count Odd Eye instrumental as the <laughs> last track. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Uh, well, I'm going to break my rule, or I'm going to break the format a little bit because it it just seems like with my conversation or my discussion about this song that you're just going to automatically guess that it's my favorite song. So I'll just right out the gate tell you that New Days is my favorite song. I was gonna guess this song because this one's yeah. also my favorite song. <laughs> this is also my favorite song. Oh, wow. <laughs> we all agree for once. We all, we all agree yeah. for once. Oh, oh my favorites. god, what a celebration. Yeah, what, a, what a peak. <laughs> yeah. Everything you, else um, is all over the place, but this one. You, yeah. you missed it last week, Alan Mark, but last week was our official 10th episode. Um, so Steven and I had like a, a just a mini celebration and we were also lamenting over the fact that it was Epic High's 10th album. Mm. So oh, yeah. it was pretty uh, poignant uh, <laughs> with that. But I think now that we're in like well into our double digits <laughs> episodes, it only makes sense that our minds just naturally start <laughs> melding together and we just become one unit yeah no subs yeah. whatsoever sorry so, since so. you brought it up um i will say y'all were right rosario was my favorite song of that album so oh I'll yes okay good job <clears throat> that was i think steven you you Shout called that out right our listeners in i don't know if we have listeners in, <laughs> in rosario, rosario. <laughs> yeah oh it's Cavite. Uh, yeah it's in Cavite. no i didn't the last time i checked no one there's no one in <laughs> I think, oh yeah, Metro Manila only. But shout out to every uh, province and yeah. island and all, all 7,200 whatever nice. uh, islands in the Philippines. Um, but I, I, I think, yeah, we can probably just bounce off each other. But I'll start off by saying the, from beginning to end, I really enjoyed this song. This did remind me of, high, like, if we're, we were talking about Linkin Park and the new metal uh, era, uh, this Again, reminding me of J Rock and Pillows and Asian Kung Fu Generation. Very much, if if um, if uh, sorry, what did I say? Was it Wind Blows? Yeah, if Wind Blows was the intro to an anime, New Days would be the outro. Would be the credit mm. sequence um, for that that same anime. And so I was just, I found myself hating the intros of animes because you would just hear it over and over again. But then like loving more the the outros and i think this is the same case this is um there's so many notes we can talk about so i'll 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 leave it to somebody more musically inclined to go run down each element but the one the one bit i wanted to talk about was that pre-chorus where it was like this descending beautiful melodic um the the part that goes Na, 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 na. Oh, that part that is so pretty. so good. That it's was so, so beautiful. So it was just so um, amazing. It was such. It was so pleasant to hear in the ears. And I was just I, that was like the only note I wanted to make sure to call out. And I, I, I apologize, Stephen, because it looked like you you were gonna um, expertly explain <laughs> oh. what was going on in that check. But uh, I, I think we can all agree that that was such. <clears throat> Such a such an amazing part of the song. Um, I'll throw it to you guys. What what are some 
parts of our favorite song that you enjoyed. Oh, I, I love that pre-chorus too. Uh, I have to say, I got the same feeling when I listened to it the first time, the same feeling I got when I heard Girlfront for the first time. Ooh. Because they do like, in Girlfront they do, ooh, ooh, ooh. like they go down that, that half step, but then they also do it like, they also do the ooze a little longer than I thought they were going to. And and in, in this song, they they like sing like two more notes than I thought they were going to, but it sounds so good. And so I love I love that. Um yeah, I I don't know. I don't I, don't oh, yeah. I mean I I also have notes about that pre chorus because it's so pretty. Uh, like <laughs> Wow, this is so funny. <laughs> well like because I've I've mentioned in the past how like I love melodies that sound like they're just dancing up and down the the staff and like that's exactly what that does. I think Gaion and Sue are the ones that are singing those parts in the pre chorus and it's just so nice. Oh wait, no, that might have been Jiu. Um, my note here about the, the for Gaion and Sua, it's when they do the that part oh, yeah, is also yeah. very cool. Like the melodies are really cool just in the song overall. <sighs> also, um, shout out Dami co wrote this song too, yeah, uh, along with oh, like hey. Olander, as well mm-hmm. as Haku, Giannis, and Zenner. I'm not f- familiar with them, but they were credited yeah. for this song. Um, but yeah, like I liked how Dami's rap, uh, I like that she gave herself 12 bars to do the rap because um, mm-hmm. most of the time you like, I feel like it'd just be the standard like eight, like just two lines in the verse and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but extending it out to an extra like four really like, I, I don't know, I, I thought it was really cool and I like that verse a lot from her too. Um, I thought this was sort of the most cohesive sounding song throughout the entire EP, which is probably why I like it a lot too. It just, everything in it makes sense, but still sounds really cool and really interesting. Um, oh, and of course, Chuck, you mentioned that, yeah, this sounds like a, again, the J-Rock vibes. This could be a, um, an outro to an anime. Totally agree. I was like, yeah. the first instinct that I had was like, it's just like Larkin Ciel sounding like they did like <laughs> a songs for Rurouni Kenshin. But um, <laughs> I think the more I listen to it, this reminds me a lot of, there's a band called Siam Shade. And this sounds like it's more their poppier sounding songs, not their heavier stuff, but like because it has like that really good like electric guitar licks once in a while that Sime Shade is also very like um, known for. So that's that's sort of the van- the band I would relate this to, and I love Siam Shade. So I thought that was really. This cool. sounds like this sounds like it would be in an anime, um, a fantasy anime, not high fantasy. Um, not an isekai also, but... <laughs> shout out Mark. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Mark. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, like I said, Full Metal, Alchemist, like the, the, that that genre where it's just like there's f- f- fantasy elements. I mean, I immediately just... thought of Melancholy of Harry <laughs> Oh, yeah. Lo- just yeah, because the, the it's a, like a rock song. But, oh, God, yeah. I love that anime. But, okay, we'll start our own uh, J... <laughs> J-pop, J J rock pod. I don't know what the uh, the about? equivalent of uh, Hallyu is. One season Japan. of ReZero. They just call it J rock paper scissors. There you go. Oh yes, Ooh. we should have a special when we we cover J rock and J J pop. Oh, I'm so stoked. Talk and then about even... the J lines from every K pop group. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, a lot of eyes one, but a lot of twice. <laughs> Yeah. 
little bit of NCT. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I don't know uh, if you guys have anything else to say about New Days. Like, it's just, it was just a very. Uh, I, I like that point you, uh, you brought up, Alan Mark, about the cohesiveness. It did. It sounded like the same song from beginning to end. So it's just, it was nice. It was just, I, I, I. I wanted to learn how to play this song, which is a good test. Mm. Or it's a good indicator of me liking that song, and so this is, this is definitely that song I would have should have learned how to play on a, an electric guitar. But I decided to play on an acoustic guitar, mm. and then I would show my parents or you know whatever, and they'd be like, "Oh, that's cool." Well, cool. The, the skills do translate from one to the other. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! You, I thought whoa, they were whoa, different whoa. instruments. Yeah, um, yeah, but um, I think Stephen, you I, mentioned I, like. Yeah, like the other songs didn't have like sounds like usually they have like a full band trying to like recording the songs. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, this definitely like brings that back. Um, so yeah, I think I. Oh, I mean, I have some sp- some more notes on this. Yes. Um, yeah, like, yeah, but bust it out. Specifically, I mean, there are some really good harmonies on this, starting from yes. the beginning. Like, there's some guitars that that play some really. Really cool lead parts uh, in the beginning, just like this awesome intro. But then the vocal harmonies in the choruses and the bridge, uh, specifically in the lines where they say something like "I'll find you." There's some really pretty harmonies there, but um, but that harmony actually actually changes in uh, in the last chorus after the bridge where. Uh, in the, in the first two choruses, the, the harmonies they kind of follow the melody, where it like it kind of I think it descends. But then in the last harmony, where they instead of saying "find find you," they say "found you." That harmony rises. So I think it changes like the tone of being like this longing to being being more hopeful and like fulfillment at at the end. But I loved the I loved the ending. The, the bridge especially mm. the rest where the there's like that rest where the instruments they they stop and then right after Xion comes in and it just it's this burst of like just such a powerful moment and it ends just shortly after it's like if they close the album with this out of been an amazing way to end it and yeah so, that that part was perfect yeah sorry right. i was listening to, i was listening to it and my Me uh, too. and then when you mentioned that part where it cuts right before shion comes back in it, that happened as you were oh, explaining nice. it <laughs> <laughs> wow and i i felt like they were like straight up belting their vocal abilities in this mm-hmm. song too like it, it was very much a, a rock ballad mm-hmm. just like uh putting their hearts out there. It just felt the most like conviction with their oh, yeah. uh, vocal skills and everything like Especially that. Especially she was great. Especially she yeah, She man. has, yeah. she projects so well. If you see her on like radio shows, singing songs, she'll like push the microphone away from her so that it's not too loud when she does her belt. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I did think, okay. I was looking at well, the color coded lyrics and like Handong only got a few lines on those. Yeah. I uh, she probably could have gotten more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think, do you guys have any, uh, final notes on this album? I think, I think for the most part, we, we covered how each song goes, but I mean, I, I I don't really have any final thoughts. It's just, it, it, I'll just say that it was not what I was expecting, but I also liked that it wasn't what I was expecting Mm -hmm. from Dreamcatcher. And 
like I said, it. The, I was looking for songs like "New Days" and uh, "Wind Blows" and stuff. So, "Wind Blows." Um, <laughs> so I'm just happy there was at least "New Days" in this track because, like, for me, that's like we were agreeing. That's my takeaway. Like, that's what I would come back and listen to for sure. I don't know if I sounded like I didn't like "Odd Eye," but I actually I did really like "Odd Eye." But uh, oh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, overall. Probably just New Days that I and Odd Eye that I'll really listen to. Mm-hmm. Overall, I thought this was just okay. Uh, I, yeah. I was I was really excited for it, and I guess I wasn't as excited for for everything on it. But uh, it, I still listen to everything they do from now on. But yeah, it, yeah, just just this one wasn't so great. But the moments on New Days were so great. <laughs> Yeah, I think I'm on the same page as y'all. Like, I don't have too many like strong feelings about the album overall. I would say, I do definitely like this a lot more than Dystopia Lose Myself, but not nearly as much as Tree of Language. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, we've already talked about Tree of Language. I think I mentioned it during as top albums of 2020. But yeah, at least compared to Lose Myself, I do like this a lot more. Um, yeah, I think at first I would have said, like, initially, Odd Eye would have been my favorite song, but the New Days really, like, the more I listen to it, the better and better it gets. Um, but yeah, but I think um, overall, I didn't really read much into the lyrics, but just sound-wise as well, going through it one by one, it does feel like it goes from a very dark place where they couldn't find the utopia they dreamed of, but, like, each song gets sort of more hopeful as it goes. Until I guess the new days where I think um, they mentioned that like um, where it goes to I f- find you to found you versus like maybe they did end up finding that utopia in the end. So I like that. I mean, it's nice. It ends on that note with new days. So I think yeah. it's a really great way to end the album. Yeah, I'll just I'll I won't I'll ignore the instrumental for now because new days <laughs> is such a perfect ending for an EP like this. Oh man, wouldn't it be such a good like encore or concert oh, ending? God. Yeah. Song? Oh man. Oh, man. I'm live shows. What a concept. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that pun that you used right there. Okay. Well, before we uh, close up shop, <laughs> Wait, what's the pun? I just wanted to. <laughs> What was the pun? Because you said concept. Oh, okay. Got it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Um, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I thought I was just quoting uh, Russian Doll. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> was it, did it say Tuesday no, no, no. What a concept? Is that the line? I don't oh, remember. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Chuck, to cut you off. Go ahead. <laughs> no, no, no worries. Uh, b- before we close up shop, I wanted to play a fun game. Uh, another game with the three of us. <laughs> okay. Um, if you were a Dreamcatcher member, what would be your nightmare? Oh. Ooh. Hmm. Oh, I, I mean, it's my actual. It's <clears throat> trypophobia. <laughs> oh. So you holes. actually have a, a fear of holes? It freaks me out, man. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I have something kind of similar. Well, it's it's more like I guess it's more geometric. Where there's this photo of, uh, well, just like a bunch of these lines. What it really is is like a it's like a twenty lane highway with just cars, and I uh, it doesn't freak me. Out. It's just the idea of expanding road weights for more cars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, got. <laughs> 
that was good. That was good. That was good. Oh man. Um. Okay. Uh. My phobia is my real phobia, which is drowning. Which is. Oh man. Which is aquaphobia. So. Don't. Nope. I would rather get stabbed and bleed out to death. I thought that was the name drown. of the phobia for when you can't listen to this song, Barbie Girl. <laughs> Good thing I didn't have any aqua in my mouth. I don't know. So there, there's like multiple kinds of water phobias. Um, oh, sorry, aquaphobia is people who are just afraid of water in general. Like if they see a swimming pool. Aquaman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but that thalassophobia. There you go. I think oh, that's that what it is. That sounds a lot more sinister. Thalassophobia is a persistent and intense fear of deep bodies of water. Oh. And then, um, yeah. Anyway, fear of drowning. Cool. Well, glad we get. Our listeners get to know a little bit yeah. more about us, especially I think, actually, our fears. If I have like a real, if I like a, a genuine fear. Uh, oh, was, I thought that was your fear. I, I, that is one real, <laughs> I, I don't like uh, a lot of cars. Oh, oh <laughs> it, 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 is, is another one of your fears having to, t- t- to take your car instead of public transportation? Oh. <laughs> like if all the, the subway, the subways are down and oh, buses man. are down and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, you just stay home. <laughs> yeah. Does, I mean, that's a great time, but. Uh, but okay like a real fear that that the one of the song titles reminds me of is that my right eye is actually really bad and like it's just i am just so prescription wise yeah it's like minus like it's just stayed the same because there's like they can't really do anything to help it (laughs) like but it doesn't like move around much it it, which I, i feel like i'm lucky it's just kind of generally uh, moving when I want it to, or it's like aligned. Um, but my, my, I'm just so afraid that a sudden loss of, of vision and I don't know. Oh, that's like God, a real, yeah. very yeah. real fear. Oh, well, yeah. d- d- like like we've mentioned in the past, don't d- don't develop photos. Don't need a hair <laughs> hairstylist and develop yeah. photos. So okay, I'll just avoid like race tracks in general too, <laughs> just in case. Yeah, have you watched? Because the motorcycle didn't semi-related. <laughs> have the... you watched Startup or no? Because <laughs> no. Okay, it's, there... good. it's just good. Okay, okay. That's all. Everyone rides motorcycles and loses their vision <laughs> <laughs> in that show. Um, okay, well, <laughs> thanks guys for uh, letting me know your uh, fears. Uh, I'll make sure to um, use your fears and. <laughs> Turn it into some delicious, delicious soup. If then that's a callback to Are You Afraid of the Dark in that one episode. Wow. I don't know if you guys oh, remember, wow. but he was like stealing people's fears. And then it was like the secret ingredient for this delicious soup. Anyway, that's a super obscure reference. And if you get it, uh, email Steven at howyoucaneat.com <laughs> or email me, actually. Uh, all the all the hate mail, all the NCT uh, uh, oh, boy. Hate, hate mail. Uh, or not hate mail, hate of the hate of NCT. That send that to Alan Mark oh as per requested last week. Um, 
Well, thank you everyone so much for listening. Please make sure to check out our other episodes. We cover a lot of other releases. Um, it should be pretty timely because if you're finding out for a group uh, about a group for the first time, we do a pretty good rundown of each of each episode we uh, cover. So make sure to check that out, um, and also to leave us any ratings or reviews. We love reading all of them. Uh, I don't know what we have on Spotify, but we have two five stars on itunes or apple Podcasts. so shout out to those two people who are probably uh who's probably um our moms or or mark Alan, mark and i uh so <laughs> we're steven uh you better uh bump up our review yeah. count to three um once you get an uh, an apple product i just realized you don't have any apple I products so that's why that's why it's I only uh three okay oh yes Uh, (laughs) yes in a way he does um not personally but otherwise um uh, and uh you can follow us on all of the socials at how you can eat you can that's where you can really talk to alan mark he's in charge of our twitter account so all that fun content uh all the fun uh uh, promotional images he puts up mm-hmm. is is all credit to Alan Mark. So give him a shout out or send DMs to him over there. And like I said, you can email us. Stevens waiting with bated breath at how you can. Oh, there's no ad for emails. Whoops, mm-hmm. uh, it's in the middle. <laughs> how you can eat at gmail dot com. Yeah. So cool. speaking of Twitter as well, just yes. I want to shout out uh, Black into K pop. Uh, they're doing. It's a whole coalition of. Black K-pop podcasts. They they come together for Black History Month, so they'll be promoting a lot of uh, Black voices, Black creators, uh, K-pop, uh, K-pop uh, podcast communities. So check them out. Um, they're all great. So definitely want to help support that and uplift those voices as well. They're doing a bunch of uh, live recordings, right? Is that what's happening? Yeah, I think or so. Live like a, a, stuff? Yeah, it's a yeah. mix of like events and promoting different pods. It's yeah, it's cool stuff. Definitely. Cool. Shout, shout out to all of them and show them some love. Yeah. Um, they are incredible. So let's, uh, let's keep raising uh, all the voices, uh, all the voices out there who are trying to uplift uh, the world of K-pop. Um, for Alan Mark, Stephen, and I, it has been our pleasure being your leaders. Till, till next week, so long and stay safe. We dream. Live it up. Wind blows. <laughs> oh, damn it. That was a better one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, re- 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 All right. Start. Uh, pretend like we just, we outroed. And what are you going to say, Alan Mark? Live it up. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, you say wind, wind blows. blows. Uh, wind blows. There it is. All right. Bye, everyone. Thank you. <laughs>